Welcome to Loving Wild and Free, a podcast by Bridget Woolley and Brittany Taylor. Here we share our intimate journeys of deepening our understanding and practicing of unconditional love. With our relationship as the point of focus, we tell personal stories and practice compassionate communication, which supports us growing together as individuals and as a unit. All are welcome here. We are grateful to be on this journey beside you. Hello. Hello. I'm Brittany. And I'm Bridget. And we're recording our third podcast today. And the topic is... Growing through challenges. Yeah. Growth through challenges. (laughs) If you can see Bridget's eyes right now, (laughs) you might be laughing too. Uh, Yeah. I love how growing through challenges, how like meeting challenges, welcoming them... And really asking ourselves how this is happening for us can propel us to new heights. Yeah. Yeah. And in today's episode, we want to talk about how this is true in our relationship and talk about some specific challenges that we both have greeted <laughs> and grown a lot through. And we also want to re- relate it to a couple of areas of life where this is really prominent for us too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to relate it to these other areas because I feel like, to for me, physical challenges have always been easier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just like fitness and movement and pushing my body in ways I've always been really physically capable. And so that feels like a no-brainer yeah. to me, right? <laughs> but these emotional challenges are such a practice for me and I feel that because I have cultivated such a practice with physical challenges in my life that I've been able to relate the emotional challenges and the emotional growth to that yeah I love that I really do think there's a lot of crossover there and also I think this is a cool time to just offer some like awareness and compassion so for example Bridget you started doing physical fitness when you were how old like like small three three yeah you and your dad would do all sorts of yeah my dad got me a motorcycle when I was five I was swimming and doing like diving and tricks when I was like three or four skateboarding skateboarding and and biking and yeah yeah and like you guys would lift weights together you were on all sorts of sports teams yes so that's something that you were practicing from a young age On the other hand, how much were your parents showing up saying, like, Bridget, how are you feeling today? Let's strengthen your emotional awareness. Let's talk about how you're feeling. Yeah, we didn't talk about feelings. And actually, when I would try to talk, it was was challenging for my parents. Um, They would put up walls or not know how to deal with that. And so I learned, I think, to process my emotions through physical challenges. Yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. And from what I've heard from you, it sounds like later on in life... um, I might be just to like go out on a limb and say this might be your experience. It sounds like especially in one of your long-term partnerships, you really started to practice more sharing how you were feeling, diving into like the deeper emotions and cultivating that like in your 20s, right? Like late 20s. Yeah. I had never really felt safe um, in communicating my emotions or my needs just, just from childhood. And 
And so, yeah, that carried out through most of my relationships. That I, I just really didn't know how to maybe communicate what I was feeling. And, and also, I was doing the best that I could. Like, I was, through each relationship, I was imagine, I imagine I was showing up doing the best that I could at any given moment. And, and also, <laughs> at that phase of my life, I wasn't really in touch with my emotional world because I think I had silenced it so much. Yeah. So when I did enter this longer term relationship in my mid twenties, I started feeling safe. I started opening up and, and that I started feeling so much more of my emotional world and, and learning how to communicate that. And, and her and I practiced a lot of communication. And also I I feel like I really didn't get to deep dive into communication until our relationship. Yeah. 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 Thanks so much for being down to share all of that personal information, which I know that's what we do here, (laughs) but I think that's really applicable to so many people. Like just remembering, like we build strength in the areas that we practice Yeah. and we can cross that over and use those skills. And also it's really cool to have compassion for ourselves, especially if we're finding ourselves in like, later on in life feeling like I quote should you know I should have um a practice that I haven't developed remembering like that's it's not necessarily something we were taught or something we've been practicing so having compassion as we're doing that feels really important yeah as you were sharing that I was feeling like man when I entered my relationship with you there was some times where maybe I got into like some self, some negative self-talk and like, oh, Bridget, you should know how to communicate by now. You should know how to like show up and navigate this <laughs> dynamic and communicate what you're feeling. And I felt maybe emotionally immature. Like I wasn't taught how to do that. I hadn't practiced that skill. And so, yeah, like having compassion for yourself and where you're at is has been such a journey for me. Totally. I love that. And I love this word immature because it has this, it's it's like a weird rep, right? Like I think we hear immature and we feel it as an insult. And I like kind of putting it into a new context, which is just like we mature in the areas that we practice and that we grow in. And I like, so say, say that was what was coming up for you. You know, you felt like you were emotionally immature. Well, like I feel like in our relationship, like, I felt mountain bikingly immature, (laughs) like, but there was no judgment there, you know, it's not like, oh, Brittany should be good at mountain biking, like, I had never mountain biked before, so I was like a baby, like a beginner, I was scared to ride at a curb, it took me a few times, (laughs) because I really thought I was gonna die, um, to me, I was like, oh, you're not gonna ride at this curb, (laughs) (laughs) totally, you know, and so, again, like, what are, it's just a time to like look at areas where we may feel like we have judgments or expectations. And, and I think just being present with that awareness can help soften this and bring more of this into like a conversation. That's a non-judgmental space. Like, okay, so I'm, I want to develop more maturity in this area, which just means like, I want to grow in this area and in right. And cultivating a practice. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we can't really grow in the areas we want to if we're not showing up and keeping commitments to ourselves or creating new rituals, new habits. Totally. So those are two of the areas that we wanted to mention, which we've been talking about, which is physical fitness. And that's a big area that you and I challenge ourselves regularly. I think this is one of the reasons we fell in love right away. Just like our love of movement, our love of embodiment, being 
in these human bodies playing, being wild and free and all the ways we love moving our physical bodies and the crossover that has, right? Like as we take on new challenges and move through them in our physical fitness, it also helps us see how strong we are to do that in all realms of life. And you really do get that high, you know, when you're in a flow state doing physical fitness, you can feel invincible, like you can do anything. We also met at ecstatic dance, which is definitely one of my most spiritual practices. It's definitely a place I've gone to move through big emotions, to process without my brain necessarily getting attached or being involved. Um, so there's so much crossover between the physical and the spiritual and emotional body. They're really all interwoven. Yeah. When I'm on some of my mountain bike rides, I have the most profound downloads that really like translate to life. Like, right. You're like climbing this mountain and you just like have to take it one like pedal stroke at a time or you're going down this really crazy drop off and it's just like all about like staying focused and committing yes. and, and so I, I feel like yeah they really are translatable and it's so cool all the all the different realms that we practice that in through yeah like, like what you're sharing with dance and and mountain biking and you know even even in business yeah setting challenges for ourselves there and really showing up and creating new patterns of habit and, yeah yeah, I love that. We just did a workout. We <laughs> we move our bodies every day together, and today was bent arm day. So it's more of like our strength training day. We actually like pick up weights. We do um, challenging body weight exercises, and we have been doing bench press recently together and just like lifting heavier weights. And the heavier weights we lift, the more we can lift. And yeah. so it's like there really is something about putting the body under stress, really taxing the muscles so it can grow and evolve. And if done healthfully, I feel the same about emotional growth and the challenges that are presented in partnership. And I think that's a way of viewing partnership as a spiritual partnership that helps us evolve, which is really beautiful as opposed to um, seeing things as more of like uh, a pain in the ass. Yeah. Like, why is this thing coming up? This, this should be different. But instead, it's like, why is this really happening for me? I once heard that the point of relationships is to help us become more conscious. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, you know, just thinking about all the times I've, I've had this like almost subconscious feeling that relationships are here to like make me happy or my partner's here to love me. It's like, they're not here to love me. They're here to help me become more conscious. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I'm excited to share about some of the areas that that shows up for us yes. and our relationship and the areas that we've been growing in and evolving in and the stress. I, I love that you shared like we grow when our system is under stress. And also I wanted to point out that there's a fine balance there. Totally. We don't want to overstress our system to where we can't handle the situation, whether it's a conversation or like in the bench press, too much weight and you're stuck under the bar and you can't get it totally. up. Totally. Um, so I think there's a, you know, I want to point out that a healthy amount of stress, um, feels good and is, is what I think really promotes growth. And also sometimes we don't have control mm -hmm. over that. And so I think really building resiliency in the body through these physical practices, through spiritual practices, through 
you know, self-awareness rituals and yeah. Yeah. I love that too. And, and I feel like learning what our limits are, or some people will call them boundaries, which Mm -hmm. I think are always shifting. Yeah. The main way we learn that is by going over past our limit. Yeah. So, and as opposed to feeling like, oh, we failed in some way, it's like, cool. Mm-hmm. I know where my current limit is. Like, that helps me know where my healthy balance is. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, you want to, we're each going to share? Yeah. I think a, a relationship, one of our main relationship challenges here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll go first. Okay. Okay. So, I would say that one of, yeah, the the biggest growth-promoting challenges that has showed up in our relationship is maybe creating space for your other relationship. Yeah. 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 And it's been a challenge from the beginning. Yeah. And <laughs> I love that I took that on. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you did too. Yeah, it's like I knew ahead of time. Like I think that's why I was like wary of beginning beginning like going on that first date which we shared about and yeah because I I didn't know how to navigate that I felt like I didn't want to navigate that um (laughs) yeah and why it's challenging for me why has it been challenging for me I guess because it's hasn't it's not been a skill that I've had practice in like the the practice of hearing about your romantic relationship with someone else or holding space for you wanting to spend time or connect with someone else and um or you like watching us mm -hmm. interact yeah or feeling like there's not space for me or how do I show up and be around you guys while feeling like there is space for me in that and that yeah that I had only been in you know two people dynamics and so I, you know, coming into this relationship with the background I just shared of not really knowing how to communicate my needs or be in tune with what I was feeling or my emotions. I mean, in this part of my journey, I was pretty aware and also maybe just not practiced with communicating my needs, knowing how to share without being emotionally reactive or going into a triggered space. Um, you know, and that's, you know, relationships do. They, they trigger us so that they can clear us open us help us grow and entering into this dynamic really challenged that part of me learning how to communicate my needs learning how to share that this piece was challenging for me but and not blaming right like being a victim or blaming that like anyone was doing anything to me like learning really learning to take responsibility for the growth and the challenge that I had stepped into and it's been such a journey I've learned so much I feel like and I've really learned how to move past jealousy right to celebrate you in love to uh, celebrate myself how to I've learned how to show up and be all of me when maybe parts of my ego or parts of my triggers have felt like there's not space for me I think how yeah, what I've really grown in here is is learning how to be more of all of myself yeah. by learning how to love you being all of yourself. Totally. And there's so many <laughs> details in all of that, but that's what like the overall Yeah, maybe what I've 
really grown into learning how to do and it feels so good and it feels so good to grow in love in this way and it hasn't always felt (laughs) easeful or flowing and you know I can relate that to climbing up a rocky climb on my mountain bike and it's you know not (laughs) always easeful and flowing but like getting to being where I am now in that it feels so good yeah 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 thanks for sharing that I was I just at the end of your share there I was thinking of this thing that I've heard from you many times um just that like what you really want is to be able to be all of you and to express yourself and I think to be loved and to be heard there and it's not so much about wanting me to do anything different it's more just like yeah, maybe my interpretation in this moment is like, maybe with some of the things that you experienced from me, it felt like, how can I be all of me while she's doing that? And so I felt you like really grow into being all of you in new spaces and, Mm -hmm. and celebrating me, you know, in, in your own way and while still celebrating you and us finding that like, there is space for that. Yeah. And just like expanding at each turn. Yeah. And in all that, yeah, I love that reflection. All that feels so true. And in all of that, I've really gotten to cultivate this really beautiful relationship with knowing myself. Yeah. Like when stuff comes up for me and it feels hard and icky and like, I don't know how to share about this. Well, there's so much information in that for me. So much information uh, for us to uh, learn to communicate about, to grow closer in, to learn to have space for and to just, yeah, love each other through. And then through that, I feel like there's such deep healing and then my system can soften and I can grow a little more. I can deepen, um, yeah, it feels like my love threshold deepens, my connection to spirit deepens, so much deepens in in this practice. (laughs) It's beautiful. I love hearing about it. Yeah. Mm. What feels like one of the biggest challenges for you, Brittany? Yeah, Bridget. My biggest challenge feels like (laughs) (laughs) holding space for you when I perceive that you're in a triggered space. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it feels really, (laughs) it feels fun to talk about right now, actually, (laughs) is how it's feeling at this moment. Um, Yeah, and man, that's just come up so many times, like in big ways, Mm -hmm. during like big explosive things I can remember, and then in smaller ways, just like, oh, and it's really led me to deepen my practices of honing in on, it's it's really here for me. I know it's here for me so much because I want to be an incredible communicator and I want to be an incredible space holder, holder and mirror, and so... I mean, I've listened to NVC twice, Nonviolent <laughs> Communication, really amazing book if you haven't checked it out, um, twice, and now I'm doing like a program around it because I'm finding how powerful that tool is for me. And it's helping me deepen what I already have sensed, which is like when when Bridget is feeling, when anyone, but in this case, when Bridget, Bridget is feeling triggered, 
and having a big emotional response, what she needs is to be heard and to be loved and to be supported. Usually what you need too is like some an offering of touch to hold you if you're feeling safe enough for that step. Um, I find it helpful most of the time to reflect back what I'm hearing from you, especially if I'm feeling like you're really triggered, like maybe emotionally, like a lot of emotions are coming through as you're sharing. It's really helpful for me to stay focused on what Bridget is sharing and just like sharing it back. Like it sounds like you're feeling really overwhelmed because you don't feel like you were considered or blah, blah, whatever the thing was. Um, it sounds like you're feeling unsafe. It sounds like you're feeling like you can't be yourself in this partnership, whatever it is, as opposed to what has often come up for me, which is like, maybe my intention is that maybe I start off that way. Maybe I'm doing great. Sometimes I carry it through more so lately, although it hasn't come up as much lately either. (laughs) But what sometimes will happen is like, that'll be the intention. And then Bridget will say something usually along the lines of, (laughs) I can't do this anymore. Or like, I don't want to be here. Or, um, I don't, I don't want a polyamorous partnership <laughs> or something along the lines of like something that triggers me into feeling like Bridget's leaving. She doesn't want to be with me. She doesn't accept me. She doesn't, I'm not aligned for her. I think that's the deep thing I feel in those moments. And it's been a question of mine, like throughout our relationship is like, is this what is aligned for Bridget? And I think the deeper truth is like, wherever we are, that's what's aligned for us. And we never know when it's going to shift. And I truly trust that this is a healthy dynamic for Bridget right now and that she's doing a great job. But even if she was choosing something else and like it's it's an ultimate act of surrender for me because it's really like, do I want to be here? Do I want to be here loving Bridget right now? Do I want to be here learning and growing? And the answer for me has always been yes. And it's like if it turns out that this is not what's aligned for Bridget down the road is that okay with me? And that's also a yes. It's like, I really want Bridget to be able to have whatever type of partnership or whatever partner she wants. Um, And so it's, for me, it's been really grounding to remind myself of that in those moments when I can feel most deeply triggered is to remember like, Bridget's not here to be my partner forever. She's not here to be happy about what I'm doing. Um, Why do I want to be here with Bridget? And it's like, well, I really love this being. I just feel a genuine connection, attraction, draw that feels like it surpasses my brain. And I'm here. Like, I want to be here. I want to know this person. I want to be here for the intimacy of your growth journey. I want to be here for the intimacy of my growth journey that it inspires within me. And so it's really helpful for me to take some deep breaths in those moments and to stay connected with that and to, like, not speak from urgency if I feel like there's an urgent reaction I want to share which is usually like a but or a rebuttal of some sort if in any way I want to like (laughs) um kind of try to like make my case it's not a good sign I'm not in the right space and so just like really softening listening to you like allowing my emotions to flow through me allowing my ego to dissolve more just like just being here, just loving you more. Um, that's been my deepest practice. It's It's been continually easier 
and more um, rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love hearing all that from you. And I'm so curious maybe what has been making it feel easier. Mm, Thanks for asking. Oh, I think like being more grounded in myself. Mm -hmm. Totally. Just being, and that comes down to all the daily things. Being more empowered in my life. Taking care of myself really well. Not being all up in your business or somebody else's business. Like really staying rooted in who am I? What am I doing here? And then ever, seeing everything else is like a delicious treat. Like, oh, we want to do the same thing right now? Oh, cool, let's do that. You know, or, oh, you made us a meal? That's amazing. As opposed to like, there's any assumed role or thing like you're supposed to be here yeah. or I'm supposed to be here. Really just staying focused. And I, I continue to return to that focus. That's a big part of my life path. And like my makeup this life is like simultaneously partnership and this very like autonomous and empowered solo journey so I keep returning to that and that makes me a better partner by just like focusing on living my life without yeah without needing some sort of validation from others yeah I love that I love hearing all that and I feel like I can really relate that to flow state Right, like really being in flow with ourself and the energies around us. And I keep relating this to mountain biking because I keep Good. getting these, <laughs> these visions, but right? Like when I'm in that flow state on my bike, everything feels effortless. I feel connected. I'm just like flowing with the energies around me. And I, I love, you know, that when we are connected with ourselves and grounded in our center and in our daily rituals, like that is when communication is the easiest because we are cultivating that sense of autonomy and self-love, really loving ourselves enough to show up and hold space for someone that's triggered (laughs) or however it's showing up. Totally. Um, And it's so beautiful. I love that both of these examples we shared, right? Like mine was sharing like, Um, holding space for this other relationship of yours and feeling emotionally triggered and then your share was holding space for (laughs) receiving that triggered (laughs) share Um, and I guess what I'm sharing is you know relationships trigger us and in the places we want to grow the most and for me it's I want to be a a lover unconditionally fully I want to celebrate Brittany entirely I want to celebrate myself entirely and so I know I've chosen this challenge because it is helping me deepen that practice and like you shared like NBC and communication and being a partner and also being on this autonomous journey like all of these things are so linked and yeah 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 that's so beautiful I feel that all so much I feel like it really resonates with me to have this this life, this journey beside you where I feel like at the core of what we're practicing is unconditional love. And it feels very different for me from partnerships where we see this love-hate thing. And it's like, you love this person so much, you hate this person. Like, it's a blame. It's like saying, this person's the one who makes me feel happy. This is the one who makes me feel (laughs) terrible. And just remembering, like, nobody makes us feel anyway. We feel. And... 
and we really are the leaders of our own lives. And then we can see this as a spiritual partnership where we really get to help each other learn unconditional love and evolve and grow. And something I love about you and about both of us is that when we meet a challenge, we allow it to clear us out, like you said at the beginning, as opposed to like creating another block. Um, We listen to Michael Singer's books, a couple of his books, but The Surrender Experiment and A Course in Surrender and then the, um, what's it called? Untethered. Untethered Soul. And he talks so much about that, like that moment, that huge reaction comes through that maybe was linked to something deep in childhood, like just let it clear you out. Like it only takes a moment to let it clear you out. And if you don't, you develop a life where you have all these landmines all over the place that you just have to navigate around and have so many triggers and yeah. And they keep showing up totally, totally. (laughs) Yeah. There's more and more of them. Yeah. Yeah, and I just, I feel more free. I feel us more relaxed and carefree, having fun. Yeah. Carefree is a funny word. (laughs) (laughs) I like having fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that all too. Yeah. Yeah. I love this topic. Thank you. Me too. Thank you. I love loving you. I love loving you too. Yeah, it just feels like what is. Yeah. kind of the simplest way to put it I just love you and I'm learning how to like just enjoy life and be present and let go of (laughs) crap that isn't actually my truth at all yeah here we are here we are letting go (laughs) okay beautiful day to you yeah thanks for being here thank you